Hutchins Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Hutchins Podcast. I'm Josh and I'm joined with Archie, Oscar and Casper. How are you guys today? Yeah, hi Great. Josh. Pretty good, hi. thank you. That's good. We're also joined with Mr Chambers today, Head of Schoolhouse. How are you today Mr Chambers? Very well, thanks Josh. Uh, thanks for having me along. Uh, our very welcome. Thank you for coming and joining us today. So this podcast will be about the Tasmanian Youth Forum, which was on the 3rd of June as of today well on the 3rd of June and all all of us went as part of the Hutchins school to go um represent and speak with students from other schools and um what's the first question Josh well I know this is probably a bit hard for you Mr Chambers because you actually aren't affiliated or involved with the TYF but can you tell us anything about the TYF that you know uh yeah for sure Josh the Tasmanian Youth Forum is put together by the Youth Network of Tasmania and they're a not-for-profit independent uh, group that are supported by the TAS government down here and uh, are really the peak body that look after youth interests in Tasmania and try and support uh, opinions and uh, promotion of youth ideas. Yeah, and so the, the, um, the theme for this event was inclusion. So, Josh, how did you relate to the inclusion theme from um, this event? Oh, well... I think the whole inclusion, and it probably doesn't, for me, it probably doesn't tie back directly to inclusion, but I think it was hearing everybody else's perspectives from the day. And I think it was actually really cool that it was in Launceston for us, as we are <laughs> obviously based in Tasmania. Well, Hobart. As Hobart. we are based in Hobart, sorry. Uh, it was a nice little little drive up to Launceston, quite an um, interesting drive, should I point out. <laughs> um, took at least at least three hours to get up to Launceston. Yeah, a few detours were involved to pick up, some pe- yeah, yeah. Pe- pick up some people from uh, other participating schools. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was, it was absolutely amazing to um, hear all these different schools and hear what it's like for all these different schools. Now, Mr Chambers, how did Hutchins specifically get involved with the TYF and last Friday? Uh, the, the TYF have uh, project officers that, that contact schools, Josh, and um, and we meet uh, regularly as, as heads of uh, house and talk about things that uh, might benefit uh, the guys at the, the school here, and uh, this one came across the table, and we've been sending students to this uh, for quite a few years now, and uh, yeah, we were all jumping at the, at the opportunity to take a group of uh, students up, so we went with that, and I was the lucky, uh, lucky person <laughs> to get the job. Now, how did students express their interest for the TYF? Uh, I think how it originally started, uh, Dr James uh, was looking after the Grade 10 uh, cohort there at one stage with a year group assembly, and he put expressions of interest out to to some of the um, students and uh, we had a, uh, a nice number turn up and we ended up with, with nine all up uh, being able to make it on the day. Yeah, it was, an, was, awesome, it was an awesome group that came up. Um, I'm not going to list them all because I'll definitely miss people. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a really awesome group and a really awesome day up at Launceston. And, and I think uh, too there, Archie, one of the thing about taking uh, the nine boys we did take up there, uh, we were diverse in our, in our yeah, own way. I think so. Mm. You know, um, the theme... The overall theme of the, the conference was I am me and we talked about diversity, equity and inclusion mm. and even uh, the nine uh, students that we had uh, had to kind of get to know each other a little bit better and, <laughs> and, and deal with each other and, and all of that type of stuff as we went up. So we learned something within ourselves, let alone on the bigger picture when we got there. Now, I think Mr Chambers made the perfect point that everyone in our group was quite was quite different in their own right and I think this question's perfect. Let's go around the panel. What was everyone's overall thoughts for the day? So I found it really interesting um, how the strong opinions that everyone everyone there had, but I don't know, I, I, I didn't think that the... Um, 
that all the people there was a proper representation of Tasmanian young people. I think those people there were the people who were really who were really strong in their opinions, were able to miss a Friday off school and really had something to say. But if we say took a big representation of all Tasmanian young people, I think the overall opinions would be very different. And but still an overall event, a very a good overall event nonetheless. But I think it just was the pointy end of all the all the opinions and all the um strong opinions within within Tasmania. Casper? I actually really enjoyed it. It was really good to like um hear what people from different schools had to say about like how they went with their schooling because it's completely different in some parts to how we do our schooling. Yeah. And I think our table as well, and I think your table as well, actually, both the Hutchins tables, had the privilege to um, spend some time with some boys from Flinders Island. Yeah, it was really awesome to to get to know some people from a a much different community to Hutchins and how I'm fairly sure their entire school, K-12, has like... A hundred people. Yeah. And it's everyone from Flinders Island. Yeah. That's yeah. the crazy thing. There's only one school there. Yeah. And, and I think picking up on that point there, Josh, I think the uh, one of the themes of equity kind of came out there. We, on our table, we were talking about transport issues mm-hmm. in Tasmania. And uh, it was really interesting to hear that some of the issues we were facing were, you know, gridlock in the city and <laughs> the, the age of being able to ride a scooter and these type of things. Um and in Flinders Island, it's like, you know, $550 to get to and from the island yeah. in Tasmania. So where's the equity there? We're all mm. Tasmanians. You exactly, know, it's, yeah. It's $90 yeah. to fly to Melbourne, but 550 return to Flinders Island. Is that fair for Tasmanians? Yeah. Um, and I know you and I were actually talking about uh, this maybe, I think it was on the night. And it's essentially like a national highway, except there's water just instead of road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it seems a bit crazy that, um, you know, there seems to be this massive increase of money to get to the main or mainland Tasmania. How long has Hutchins been involved with the TYF, Mr Chambers? Or is this our first year? I, I really have no clue. <laughs> no, look, and I'm a bit, bit new to this as well, Josh, uh, to be honest with you. Um, this has come up... Uh, for many years, though, on the, on the tables and other people have taken groups up. So I couldn't give you an exact number, but it's definitely something we've been involved in for, for quite some time. Yeah, it sounds, it's awesome to um, continue the tradition of sending sending Hutchins students up to... Um, Lon- oh, was it always in Launceston? It wasn't in Launceston. No, is it always in oh. Launceston? Well, I think last year was the Door of Hope centre there, as you just come into Launceston, down, yeah. the, down the yeah. big hill on the left, the conference centre there. Yeah, so. okay. I think the bus driver was going to take us there to start with and then we worked out that we were the other side of town. We got there. No, and I think actually, even though the event wasn't about the bus ride and I'm sort of turning it into a little bit about the bus ride, but I think, and especially for you two, Archie and Oscar, you yeah. two were having an absolutely massive chat with other schools the whole way. And how, how was that? Like, Casper and I, unfortunately, stayed in our own little bubble. <laughs> but um, how was that for you guys? Well, that school was actually my old school. Oh, I see. So. <laughs> I was chatting to them and just catching up. Okay, it was good to hear about like how they were dealing with the dealing with it. So they sent all of their um, school captains because they would only go to grade ten. Yeah. So they sent them as their like compulsory sort of training thing. And that's interesting because I guess in grade ten for us we don't really have any sort of leaders or anything. So mm. we sort of just it was just a group of boys that were specifically interested in this topic. Yeah, uh, and I yeah. think that's what made it so interesting for us because it was just people that were genuinely interested to see what this event was about. Yeah, and also it probably leads back to what I was saying before with the really a, a mono demographic of people of the majority of people there, and 
with us as well, just sending people that are interested. But yeah. I think what the people we were talking to did, they just send a bunch of people with different interests, which really, I think, enhance the, um, the, val- oh, the importance of the event and the learnings you can take from it with, with like a broad diversity of people. Yeah, so like the main discussion that seemed to be at the TYF was about gender and sexuality, mm-hmm. whereas on the bus we were talking about a bunch of different issues as well, mm-hmm. like religion yeah. was probably the main one actually. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I, I found it in- interesting too, Oscar, the, the notion of um, young people wanting to understand the political system better. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that hit was, me as a bit of a surprise. That was a key interest, I think. Yeah, that came up three or four times from the larger group that people just didn't understand how it all worked and they, if they had a better understanding. And I'm wondering if that thought was, sorry to jump in, was provoked by the recent election uh, for students and maybe if they aren't even in grade 12 and they aren't el- eligible to vote yet, it, it starts the idea of thinking, oh, I'm probably going to be voting in the next election. Well, yeah, I know with my friends, like we were really, in- we were really into the election this year yeah, and we, yeah. we followed it very closely yeah, so, and yeah. really got a, a deeper understanding of, of how the how politics in Australia works and... I just don't think people with that sort of interest, they don't make it... I don't think it's easy to um, to learn about the political system. You just have to have an innate interest Correct. and be able to jump through some hoops to find out. Well, yeah, it, it, was, it was promising to hear, though, that the youth were interested in, yeah. in more than just turning up on the day and ticking a box. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, mm. you know, and then there was a number of politicians that turned up at the end, which added support, and uh, it was good to see some of you guys talking to them at the end as well, so uh, sharing your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. That was brilliant, actually. We actually had a bit of a... Um, I wouldn't say brief, because Mr Chambers, I think, wanted us to go immediately. <laughs> but, um, we were having a brief chat with uh, Minister Ferguson about all sorts of things, mainly transport, I think. Well, was yeah, the, he's, he's the transport minister. Yeah, <laughs> so we were talking about, what was it, Tasman Bridge, yes. uh, Bridgewater Bridge. Yeah, so he was talking. Hydrogen cars. Hydrogen. There we go. Hydrogen. There we go. Buses, buses, cars, everything. How much he loved his V8. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, he was talking about how he was. Um, his plan was to expand the... Um, the walking area on Tasman Bridge to uh, make it more accessible for cyclists. Yeah. And what I found really interesting was that um, he, he said that the strip down the side of the Tasman Bridge was actually only um, designed for the workers on the bridge. Yeah, maintenance. I never knew that, actually. Yeah, neither. I was like, just like, oh, yeah, people can walk on it, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the, um, the interesting thing, and maybe that's if it... Because was that initiative um, raised by the general population or was that a government idea to... Yeah. Um, yeah, there was expand. a really, there was a really, really nasty accident of a of a cyclist on the bridge a couple of years ago. They, um, I, I can't quite remember what happened, but like I think their handlebar got caught on one of the on one of the railings, and they got like spun round into the side of the bridge, and it was really, really nasty. And I think the public really like took initiative there, and the government's yeah. just done something about it, like started making a plan about it. Well, I remember Casper and I uh, back a couple of years ago today. Um, I think it was our isolation walk or something, and we both met up on the side yeah. of the bridge, and it was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a fun place to be. No. And also with all the cars driving past, you, you kind of like got no space to like move away if you feel like uncomfortable yeah. there. There's there's no room to hide. It's like you're right there, and cars and the water are on both sides. You're sandwiched pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Now Archie. I am aware, well, no, I'm not aware. I saw and witnessed you create and um, maybe encapsulate our whole audience about your poem. Do you want oh. to briefly speak about that? Yeah, so um, at the end of the day, some politicians came in and we had the, each group had the opportunity to speak to the politicians about the issue you thought was um, most important. And so lots of people came up and encapsulated their ideas for over the entire day. And 
I, w- I went up there and read this poem. So my poem's called The Freight Train, and um, it goes like this. We all see the graph, and we all say that something must be done. But when I turn to the people in their big suits, they always turn the other way, making hollow claims like, we strive to be net zero by 2050, but it's too little, too late. The freight train doesn't stop for one person. When I see the devastation in my backyard and listen to the people in their high chairs, I hear, this is a once-in-a-lifetime event. It's a lifetime every five years now. Does nobody see what I see? And the freight train doesn't stop for one person. No one seems to notice that the world is at stake. Everything is a power trip. The focus is always the economy, unemployment, the upward line on the share market, getting re-elected. They don't notice that if the world turns into a fiery hellhole, nobody cares how your healthcare was, or your debt, or whether you won the war. All they care about is that you failed to save our race. And the freight train doesn't stop for one person. Every time I watch the news and see images of bushfires in Batemans Bay, floods in Lismore, coral bleaching on the reef, and they announce another useless disaster package, claiming to support the affected communities. But it's no use. They're just giving money out, saying, rebuild your house, it'll all be okay. But then it gets decimated in next year's fires, and the freight train doesn't stop for one person. But hopelessness doesn't help anyone. Curling into a ball only helps those who don't care. We must show that we all care. For the freight train will stop for everyone. Thank you, Archie. I think one of the challenges that we do, we it's the same for conferences that, that I go on or, or staff go on, that we go to these things, we get all revved up, we get hyped up about all these topics, but it's what we do from this point on yeah. that's the important thing. So, you know, the three themes coming through of diversity, equity and inclusion... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my hope is that uh, the, the nine boys that went up there, we can bring that message back to Hutchins and yeah. we can work with other students here and, and staff and uh, really uh, develop these themes in our context, in our local... And place. I'm actually interested, and you've just touched on it, as a staff, from a staff point of view, what is your summary of the day, I think, uh, watching our students be involved? Look... Uh, to be honest, Josh, to, to see that many uh, students or, or youth in the one room was, was really encouraging and uh, to see them uh, very positive and, and talk passionately about their issues and there was a lot of issues, you know, Oscar uh, mentioned uh, the sexuality uh, side of things, there was all sorts of learning things, equity things, there was a whole bunch of topics that really uh, need discussion and thoughtful understanding and, and having the youth have a voice is so important uh, and it, is a bit of a uh, eye opener and a, a wakening up call to potentially us older people that um, you know we do have to listen and and uh, if this place is going to be a uh, thriving state, uh, we need to take youth seriously and, and what their issues are. It's their future, um, and they're probably going to be the ones looking after us down the track. So we, <laughs> we may as well do the right thing now. But yeah, uh, yeah. I was very encouraged by the day. And I think that probably brings our time to a close. I know we've run over time. That's <laughs> all right. But um, thank you so much for coming in today, Mr Chambers. Thank you for being involved. Oh, look, and I'd just like to thank um, all you, you students for, for taking the opportunity up. Um, it was a, an, a great time together and I think uh, meeting new people, uh, seeing different people together, uh, listening to different viewpoints um, is something that should be encouraged. Uh, I know Dr McEwen was very supportive of this and is doing a lot of work in this area as well. So um, congratulations to you all.
Thank you so much. Thank Matt, you. Matt Newell right up next. Hutchins Podcast. We are now joined with Matt Newell, the facilitator of the Tasmanian Youth Forum. How are you today? I'm really good. It's a beautiful Wednesday midweek. Exactly. Let's do it. Exactly. Very cold as always. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, who is Matt Newell? Who are you? Just give us a brief rundown. Who are you? Ooh, wow. <laughs> Big question. Sorry. Who am I? Um, I'm Tasmanian. Uh, my dad actually went to this school. Oh, wow. Um, from the Huon Valley. Um, I've never really lived away, but I've done a few things in Hobart. I, I worked on radio as a radio announcer for kind of like eight years in my adult life. And um, now I am working for myself as an actor and freelancer. It's, it was really bad timing. <laughs> I made that choice just before COVID. Um, yeah, really bad decision. But look, I mean, God, that question, who are you? It's a really hard <laughs> question is. to answer. I'm, I am aware. I'm just trying my best to be the most authentic human and good human that I possibly can be. There you go. Perfect. And uh, that, that question sort of fits in with the um, Tasmanian Youth Forum topic of I am me it's sort of yeah. being open in your personality and being being yourself really mm, absolutely that's why I was, as soon as they asked me to to do this one with that topic I jumped at it straight away yeah okay question one let's get it straight off the bat for our listeners what is the Tasmanian Youth Forum well uh this is a once a year event for young people in Tasmania to get together and discuss things that are really important to them, to you guys. You know, this year's topic was I Am Me, which was all about um, the, you know, conversations around who we are as people, individuals, what we need to feel supported as young people in Tasmania, whether that's through schooling in our home life, um, mental health, education, everything. Um, yeah, you know, I think we're at a point in time now where being who you are is being so beautifully accepted in the world. Um, it still definitely doesn't come without its struggles, but to have these conversations I think was really important. And this happens every year. I think next year we might be doing a climate-related youth forum completely dedicated to climate, which would be really cool to have conversations just purely around that. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, this was this year's one, I Am Me. Awesome. What do you love most about the TYF? Well, this was my first time facilitating a youth forum. Um, I've worked with uh, Youth Network of Tasmania before a few years ago when I was on radio. I was the ambassador one year for them for Youth Homelessness Day. And we got the team from um, Why Not into the radio station and we talked about it. And we, we had a couple of young homeless people on the radio with us. Um, which was really hard uh, and confronting listening to their stories, but it was also very real stories, you know, and, and to see what is happening out there, often behind closed doors or swept under the rug, you know, we don't hear about it often, but to, to have a chat with these young people who were living on the street was really hard and hear about how they got there. Um, so I worked with them a few years ago and earlier this year they contacted me and just said, would you like to facilitate the youth forum? And they talked about what the potential topic was at the time and straight away I was like, oh, I was a bit nervous because I hadn't facilitated <laughs> something like that before. Like I've been on radio and been in front of people a lot, but I had never done something like that. But, yeah, I jumped at it, it and it was amazing, so much fun. And I, I, I got so much from it as well because it was only in 2008 that I graduated high school and we never had any conversations like that when I was going through high school. And it wasn't that long ago. But yeah. So, you know, to have these conversations was just amazing. What were your overall thoughts on the day? Just a bit of a summary. I think it was amazing to see young people speaking how they were feeling so easily. Um, it came easier for some than others, yes, but just being there and being able to have the conversations and having, you know, we were all there for each other 
that day, you know, we, we throwing shame and judgment out the window, you know, it was a chance for everyone to speak really freely and openly. And um, I think there were some really good conversations. And the fact that you guys, young people, got to speak directly to politicians, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Like, I would have loved to have given my <laughs> views as a young person directly to politicians yeah. when I was a bit younger, you know. I still love to do it now. <laughs> I, yeah. That was definitely my favourite part of the day. Yeah. The um, directly speaking rather than just speaking to a brick wall. For sure. How did that feel for you? Oh, it was great. I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you say to... So I, I read a poem. The, oh, that's um, right. Your poem. Oh, she's yeah. the poem guy. Yeah. Yes. We, we just heard it in the earlier segment, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it, go- wasn't it great? It was, it was fantastic. I really appreciated you giving that. It was... Gave I, me I, the... I, gave me the <laughs> you gave me some goosebumps. It was really cool. <laughs> no, it was really powerful. That was, that was really good. Yeah. Now, you just alluded on climate change potentially would be the topic next year. Is that... Are there any other topics that you are thinking about next year? Oh, look, I mean, I'm just a, essentially a contractor for, okay. the, for the Youth Network of Tasmania, and they potentially threw that out for next year. Um, but, but it would be a good one, wouldn't it? Yes, it would be. I think that's something that we all... I mean, <laughs> I Am Me is a really important topic, but so is... I mean, I Am Me doesn't exist without <laughs> a healthy planet, does yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean... It, it, Far out. I mean, these last two years since COVID, things just keep kind of spiralling a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to get caught up in the doom and gloom and we can't mm. because we have to live happy, healthy lives as best we possibly can. But, um, yeah, it's nuts to see things just getting worse and worse in terms mm. of climate. Mm. So yes. we need those conversations right now and it is young people who, who will be inheriting the planet. So, mm. yes. Why, I guess, and I think for a young person yourself, or in the young person age bracket, we'll say, um, why are you so passionate about the TYF? I guess because I struggled so much as a young person. Um, when I was going through high school, I mean, you know, it's not uncommon for families to get to split up and divorce and whatnot, but, um, you know, my, my parents divorced and it just felt like life just got so rocky after that and... Um, I was still so insecure with who I was as a person. And, um, you know, I was a teenager in the late noughties. <laughs> so at that point in time, you know, they just wa- there, were, there, was, there weren't the conversations around who, young, who people are as individuals. You know, it still wasn't as okay to be gay or bi or on that spectrum at all. Um, and, you know, I grew up with my dad being a very ochre fellow who would always make derogatory slang terms toward gay people and say horrible things. And, you know, um, you know, ads on TV as well would always favour straight people and shame anyone that wasn't straight. So as a young person going through all that and having all those messages thrown at you all the time from your dad, from your mum's religion, from TV, um, never being represented in movie and film, you know, gay people, not as often, it just makes you really question who you are and you you push it in you, you pretend it the, the real you doesn't exist and you try so hard to be someone that you're not all the time when I was at high school you know the only cool people were like the sporty people and I was never a sporty person and um and I was too scared to do drama because I was like oh no the real me might come out if I do drama and people might know that I'm, you know, I'm a fake and I'm pretending to be someone that I'm not. Um, so through all my struggle that I went through um, and then I eventually found myself in my 20s, which I was very thankful for. And I went through 
a really privileged experience in my 20s of being on a TV show and all that stuff, all that pressure <laughs> quickly helped me discover who I was. But I would love for young people at a younger age to not have to go through what I went through in my teen years, essentially is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yes, through these conversations, through the youth forum of Tasmania. Yeah. Is there anything you would change about the TYF or anything that you would include for next year? Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> I think, like, I loved that there were some politicians there at yeah. the end of the day mm-hmm. and you guys could speak directly to them. I would love some politicians to stick around for the entire day. Yeah. Because there were so many things that they missed. Correct. And conversations that they weren't involved in. Like Roger Yench, I really appreciated him being there at the start of the day, but yeah. he left He left straight away. Unfortunately, we, as we were travelling up from Hobart, we didn't even get to see him, sadly. Yeah. yeah so no. The bus was being a little bit slow. <laughs> bus yeah. was being questionable. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate these politicians. They'll probably say they're very busy yeah, and whatnot. But, I'm sure they are. But, I mean, you can't be busy enough to listen to the next generation of people and what their concerns are, right? Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, why are you a politician? Yeah. What are you doing? Because yeah. you're al- doing it for the people. It could <laughs> almost be a good PR thing for them. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. And we know politics is very much about good PR, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that sounds, that all sounds really good. Do you have any final thoughts on the TYF? I just, I just love what they're doing. If you get the chance, go to one of the youth forums because to have these conversations and speak directly to people in power is... It's it's a really it's a really cool thing and, and, and it makes you feel empowered too because it'll make you feel like you're making change in a world where it f- is consistently feeling really hard like you as an individual can make change. Yeah. But yeah, this was really this was really good for that. So mm. now we're going to change tack a little bit here. Josh okay. here is really interested in, in your radio career. <laughs> oh, cool. Could you speak a little bit about it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This feels like home in here. Yeah. Today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I noticed, and I had a bit of a quick Google. Are you a casual presenter for Hit? I am at the moment. Yeah, I'm still employed by Hit 100.9. So that's okay. where my radio career first began. Yeah. In 2013. Wow. When they were still called CFM. Oh. And we were a little studio on Liverpool Street right above Red Herring. <laughs> um, and then we moved up to Melville Street in these brand new studios and it was all exciting. And yeah, that's, so I worked there until um, 2016 and then I jumped ship and went to 7HOFM. Yes. Where I worked with my dad. Yeah. For two and a half years. Yeah. That was really hard. Was it? Because we're very different people. Oh. Okay. (laughs) You know, don't talk to dad about climate change. Oh. Love you, dad. Um, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so there are a few arguments and whatnot. But reflecting, you know, I only remember the good things. But it was a really hard point (laughs) in my life. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yes. Well, well, actually, seeing as you are a bit of a radio presenter, what do you think of our studio? This is a really cool studio. It's really great. It's, it's, I like the black velvet. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it feel really cosy. I know. Well, thank you so much for coming in today, Matt. Thanks, guys. Well, where are you guys going to take this podcast? Where does this go? Like, well, this podcast. Tell me. Well, okay, I'll do my great spiel then. Yeah, come on. Um, <laughs> if you'd like to find more Hutchins podcasts, you can find us by going to hutchins.taz.edu.au forward slash podcast, or you can find us by going to your favourite podcast streaming app. We'll see you next time, and bye for now. Hutchins Podcast.